Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, are you ready to elevate your personal brand or company? Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for video content and audience building. Imagine growing your brand organically on social media without the hassle of editing videos for hours. With Viral Growth, it's a breeze. They handle the brainstorming, scripting, and editing while you simply just hit record. And don't worry about your niche. They cater to everyone, from business and marketing to health and wellness. Are you ready to make waves in the social media realm? Visit ViralGrowth.io and use code ADWEEK, that's A-D-W-E-E-K, all lowercase, and get 10% off your plan. Hello, hello, everybody. Okay, I'm internally fangirling right now, excited because today we have the king of TikTok, the king of millennial content himself. Rod is joining us today to talk all things nostalgia. Um, you all missed it earlier. We were talking about um, just like camp rock and just jamming out to like other 2000s hits. Um, but today's conversation, we're talking about anxiety, anxiety in the workplace, um, advice on like how to come about it, how to just take care of yourself. And it was really not just fun and engaging, but it, we offer some really great tips and tricks in how we navigate it personally and also about like reaching out to other resources around us that can help cope with anxiety and other um, things with that. So without further ado, everybody, tune in, bring out your hit clips, bring out your CD player, put on your favorite jeans, um, get ready to go back to the 2000s in this episode. Enjoy. Rod, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thanks for having me. Um, so we always like to start out with asking the question, when you hear the term young influential, what does that mean to you? Like, what is your first initial reaction? I think if if I've learned anything in the past year and a half, it's that there is, as much as we like to say there isn't, there is a generational divide, both um on both bookends of being a millennial, you know, Gen X or even Boomer in the workplace, but then Gen Z educating them about, you know, the workplace and what, what's acceptable and what's not. So I think Young Influential is all about education and it's not conforming who you are in order to fit a stereotype or a standard because that's how change is made. Okay, I like that. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I feel like I'm the same way. Like, I feel like a lot of times people think that it's somebody who has like, a million followers who invented like toaster strudel or something like really outrageous yeah. but it can be no. it can be anybody you could be influential in your workplace you could be in a, a low level job and the ceo 
does something that's out of character or, uneth- or unethical, and what do you do? You, you bring it up or you challenge them on that. And that is being influential. That's even more influential than inventing a toaster strudel in my mind. But toaster strudels <laughs> are really good though. But, yeah, I was like, I really like the chocolate yeah. flavor. Oh, hot yeah. take, yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> I was like, like, that might be- I think the cinnamon is pointless. <laughs> I like the strawberry or cherry. That's my yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, cinnamon. Cin- oh, that's another story. That's another yeah, story. Another, cinnamon yeah. is good on like a good after school day. You're watching a, D- a DCOM extra film, Ooh, like yeah. double teamed or like Xenon the sequel 13th year for me yeah (laughs) (laughs) but um so we all know you're a content creator and all that jazz but um how did you uh was there something that you studied in school that kind of inspired you to kind of get into this space or how did how did this all come about oh man I I went to school to be a teacher immediately out of school basically after a year of teaching i went into sales. So that's kind of my entrance into corporate America. So I've been in corporate America for only almost a decade. And I never saw this coming. I was never creative. I was never a musician. I never edited videos or I didn't even own a camera. I still don't own a camera. You know, I mean, just use my iPhone. But I think it was more than anything, just kind of tapping into my own self and my own anxieties and then understanding that other people go through this together, which has been for me more influential than anything. And I do think there was a little bit of me having worked in an analyst, like an analyst type position in sales, you know, like having to look at clients and kind of analyzing what they can and cannot use kind of helped me analyze my own content and then seeing what people related to um, in order to keep making content that helps others feel seen. Yeah. Like I know when I first joined TikTok, I've uh, like January, 2020, I feel like uh, I don't remember like when, but I think like one of yours was like the first one and where you were like the corporate anxieties. And I was like, oh my gosh, the algorithm, it's got me. I it's got me. It already got me. It's like, <laughs> no, it's like, we'll give this to everyone and see what happens. <laughs> I'm like, this is me. This is what I relate to. And I yeah, feel like sure. that's what I really enjoy about your content. Cause I feel like it was one of the first times I saw instances of like people where I'm like, wait, this is actually relatable. Not like mm-hmm. of what I deal with on a daily basis of like, if my boss sends me an email and doesn't put an exclamation or um, yes. am I on mute on Zoom, which I still fear like every day, like even sometimes when I'm talking. <laughs> I did something yesterday and someone submitted um, is my mute button actually. And I'm like, oh my God, I, that, I thought I was literally the only one in that where like, even now I'm talking, right? And you're clearly listening to me. I'll still hover over Zoom and be like, okay, I'm unmuted. You know, it's like, it is if all of a sudden I have it in my head that some robot went and like ruined my life. <laughs> no, but okay. So I have a weird story. So like, right before, like we were, I was on zoom with the coworker once and we had our mic on mute and our other coworker, like in the other room and we coughed and we still heard that on zoom. So I have a theory that when you're on mute, you're not on mute because we did that test wow. and they heard our cough on mute and everyone's listening all the time yeah you know i've I've just come to the reason like you know what if you guys hear me talk about you uh john in finance you know what that tie wasn't a good look for you at the christmas party last year yeah (laughs) not have worn the tie i should have told it to your face (laughs) yeah exactly i'll just do it on zoom right now (laughs) Um, but um so can you kind of walk us through like how you got on tiktok like was it i feel like a lot of us we just got bored one day and we were like oh like we're at home. Let's just download this app and like see what's out there. Yeah, I loved Vine. I'm not sure if you remember Vine, but Vine was like all comedy, <laughs> yes. right? So that's where with TikTok, I knew it was music first, but then you they started to tease comedy. I'm like, oh, I love short form content, especially working from home. 
you know, I'm like, I need something in between meetings that I can like scroll through mindlessly just to kind of like reset, you know, it's like a palate cleanser for me, social media. And then I started, I'm like, you know, I'm gonna try to make a TikTok because I love Vine so much. And it wasn't even with the intent of going viral. It was just like, oh, let me just try to make a TikTok. And it was so difficult to work at first for me. And now I'm like, I'm like I can't imagine editing anywhere else. You know, it's so user-friendly. But I just got so overwhelmed in classic millennial fashion. I was like, I'm done with this. Back to Instagram, <laughs> you know? And then turns out, um, which I'm, I do want to like, if I would have kept going, where would I be now? But I'm in a good spot now too. So um but then I got back on a couple months later and I started using the music feature. And then when I started using the music feature, I saw um, people liked the nostalgic music I was using, which is, you know, we were talking about it before this, but like the radio Disney bops or, <laughs> you know, like things that I put on my MySpace playlist, even things that I listened to in college studying, I was putting those in the, into my content and using them with my work from home anxieties. And then I was talking to my therapist a couple months later and kind of, I was scared to tell my therapist what I did. Cause they were like, you need to get off that. <laughs> they, kind of, they kind of did. They're like, are you sure that's the best for you? And I'm like, we'll see. But um, they were like, well, yeah, that makes sense because nostalgia, you know, is a fair, is a, is um, a form of therapy. So if they're saying if, if you're grieving someone, like I lost my grandmother this past year, the pandemic, and whenever I miss her, I'm grieving her. I make one of her recipes that she made for me growing up because that taps into a time when we were a little bit with, with for most people being a child, you know, you, you don't have a care, you know? Um, so all that to say, I think it was a combination of, of the type of content that I was making with the nostalgia, but also with relating it to the, the serious subjects of mental health in the workplace, which did make it a little bit more lighthearted, but then started opening up these conversations. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. And I feel like that's so true, like with the nostalgia thing. Like I know a lot of times, like when I get worked, like last night, for instance, I was really, really anxious. Um, 
preparing for like work and stuff and I put on the Pocahontas soundtrack to go to sleep Ooh. and I was just like Vanessa Williams is here she yeah. said to me like Love my anxiety that. is just going down and I easily went to sleep and I feel like that's <clears throat> a thing that I started doing uh when I was in because I feel like my anxiety how I got aware of it was I think it was like my freshman year of college of undergrad and mm-hmm. I was like my doctor was like, oh, like you can do this or you can start working out. And so I would just start working out in the mornings to kind of mm-hmm. help. And then I felt like it would just be coming back again at night. And so I'd be like, oh, maybe if I put on like some old jams or some like old hits. So I would start playing like LMNT or like Avril Lavigne or something. LMNT like- is the one hit wonder. Yeah, I love <laughs> that know, song. I love them. You know, I love that song. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like we know. It's like I again, I think I sing that once a week. Um, yeah, it's so week. good. No, it's every hour um anyway yeah. i feel like that was like one of the easy coping mechanisms that i did where i would it would take me back into a place where it's like oh this is before i discovered i had um anxiety or whatever and it would just like calm me down and i to this day i still do that mm-hmm. and i just feel like now it's more talked about because i feel like back then even we're talking like 10 or so years ago i feel like a lot of us like all dealt with it but it wasn't very like as widely talked about uh because a lot of people there's still a lot of shame around it like mm-hmm. I know I would talk about it with like my um with our, our campus therapist or with other friends who I knew had it but I feel like now like I'll have an interview with somebody and be like yeah my anxiety kept me up till three today or yeah I thought you hated me because you forgot to put the sassy girl emoji on that slack <laughs> at two o'clock and yeah and they'll be like wait what and I'm like yeah like the little that, things that, that's what it, that's what my mind goes to and I just feel like now we're at a place because we have platforms like TikTok and social media where people can connect and find kind of their audience and niche that a lot of people aren't alone. And I feel like we're also like sharing resources and how others are coping with like, whether it's uh, anxiety or whatever, to find that relatability. Love that. Yeah. Um, so do you have any like tips for yourself that you use on a daily, like to help with anxiety, like at work or mm-hmm. on your, like, what are some of your like go-to my, uh help things as cliche as it is um mental health blocks do work for me um and usually what i am you know i have my work bestie that i can buy it in so it'll be you know calling them when it works for both of us both you should take a mental health block at the same time you know and kind of decompress from the day that's a big one but i think the more we've worked from home and the more open i've been and honestly i think my content even helped with that um was being more open with my boss and just saying, Hey, I'm actually so overwhelmed today. If I work the next five minutes, this is not going to be my best work. You're going to get a really crappy outcome. Can I take 30 minutes? You know, I think honesty with your mental health will go so far. And I think that's honestly where we see, we hear this term great resignation, right. That we're seeing a lot of millennials go through now. And even people are like, you know, I don't have a job lined up, but I am suffering and I need to, I need to quit, you know, which understand it's not an equitable society. So not everyone can do that, but I think people are checking in with their mental health more and they are realizing, Hey, I've even had people DM me that are like, Hey, I, um, I asked my boss for mental health day and they said, no, what do I do? You know? And it's like, I hope that companies value their employees so much to realize that when someone is, you know, going through it, you know, I'm going through it in my personal life, you know, a lot of big changes happening in my personal life right now, that if I am not being open and honest with myself first, and then in turn with those above me, that nothing's going to change. And then if they aren't meeting you where you're at, maybe it is time to look for something else. 
Yeah, and I feel like just now with like the Great Resignation and just all that with 2020 and how the a lot of companies are like taking the account loads like, oh yeah, the pandemic has affected us. Um, and yeah. I feel like, especially like with me and my own thing, like me and my uh, me and my boss, like I love how we have that open communication where I'm now not afraid to ask for a mental health day, which I've done mm-hmm. so many times where I'm like, hey, like there's just a lot going on right now. I need to take a minute or take a day to just like step back. Like there's yep. so much going on and whatever. And even if I don't bring it up, like they'll tap in and they'll be like, Hey, like I noticed that like you kind of seem off or is this going like, is everything okay with you? Like, give me check in. And I feel like, I feel like I'm so grateful for that. And I feel like a lot of people who are in work environments, like don't have that option where their boss is like tapping into them and like, Hey, like, are you good or whatever? But I always try to empower my friends who aren't in those situations <clears throat> where I'm like, hey, if you have five, 10 minutes, like take that time to go for a walk, like go to Whole Foods, go to Trader Joe's, get yourself a cinnamon roll, like get an iced coffee, like do something to uh, to relieve and to just take a minute, even if no matter how long the limit is. I feel like a lot of times people think that like, oh, I don't have like a day or I don't have like a lunch hour. I have like 30 minutes. I only have 10 minutes. I'm like, yeah, whatever little bit of that time is, jam out to one of your favorite songs, go to the bathroom, take a selfie, like, I feel like it's so important to take an account and do uh, to do like a self-check to see like, okay, where am I mentally? Like, am I present? Am I here? Like, what can I, what can I do? What are my resources? Like, am I good? Am I not? And just like mm-hmm. taking that time for yourself. And so that's one thing that I appreciate that's like come out of all of this is like a lot of people are now trying to do it, like check in with themselves more and realize that like, you know what, like, I'm not so good. Much. I actually no. do it handle this <laughs> yeah it's it's okay to be not it's okay it's okay not to be okay to quote demi, to quote demi lovato <laughs> the great author the great author demi lovato oh, um, but um but yeah um so before we close and give advice we have a few questions that we want to get into mm-hmm. from my audience right yes 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 yeah so yeah i mean i asked in my stories a couple weeks ago uh, last week about you know does anyone need you know any advice in the workplace and while i'm not an expert i want to give that out there you know i think the experts are you know your mental health professionals or even sometimes human resources depending on how much you trust them um there definitely are some workplace anxieties that i have experienced and this is how i've you know addressed them um and this is a big one for me is how do you build self-care in today's where you feel too tired, overwhelmed, et cetera, for self-care. And I think a form of self-care is also knowing that you don't, a lot of people, it depends on the types, you know, like we have the type A and type B, you know, mm-hmm. type people, it's like type A, it's like their form of self-care is organizing their entire home on the day <laughs> You know, where I'm type B, where it's like my self-care day is literally laying horizontal, you know? Um, <laughs> So I think it's first of all understanding what you what you need and what you know and and self care is self care and while I did just I even just did that where I put us into two boxes there's all these personality tests and all these different things that people try to do as a society in order to be like this is the type of person you are but at the end of the day we are all unique individuals and we all need something completely different than our coworker or the person next to us which is why I always say to to employers. Or manager, they ever ask for advice? My first piece of advice is see your employees as two as, as different people. Like even when you're hiring, you can't hire the perfect person that you want. And that's what some people try to do is they try to hire eight of the same person. Um, but as far as self-care goes, I would say just know what you need. And at the end of the day, if you 
have accomplished something little or something big on your self-care day, whether it's a facial or whether it's um, cleaning your entire house, just know that you took a day to yourself to disconnect from what was stressing you in the first place. And that's work. Yeah. Like I know one of my favorite self-care day things to do. I always tell people Thursday's the new Friday. So Thursday mm-hmm. night, I like will take myself to the movie. I get a large popcorn. It is I the live new Friday. In, like it is. Like it is. I don't even racist. Mm-hmm. There's this new Friday. I do that. Or literally before I go to bed, I'll just like have a massive dance party. I mean, I do that every day in the kitchen. I'll do a massive <laughs> dance party or if I want to do a spa day, I'll take myself to Sephora during my lunch. But I, like you said, like it's self. So like whatever you do, whatever makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Totally. Totally. So that's, that's, that's really good. Um, this is a big one. And I think I've even learned this because this is a big anxiety in the workplace. And I think even employers sometimes will take advantage of it. How to ask for a raise. Ask for the raise. At the end of the day, they are not, you hear the terms family, red flag, your culture carrier, red flag, a work hard, play hard, red flag, you know, wear many hats, red flag. That's if wear many hats is in your job description. They're trying to not give you a job description in order to give you more work. Right. And I've worked in only startups. So I've heard that my entire career, but I think asking for a raise is in your right as an employee. If you feel like you deserve it, if they say no, you ask for feedback. And if it has to do with superiority, if someone like, well, this person's actually in line ahead of you and you're like, my performance has exceeded theirs by 50%. You know, like it, it shouldn't be about those things. Kind of like we talked about before, if you're in a spot and you have another opportunity to present itself, I would say it might be time to, to look for something new. If, if, it, if it fits into your, into your plan or they could give you really good feedback. Hey, it's not in the budget right now. Um, let's check in in three months. Here are the things that we are looking for. Um, here are the boxes that you've checked and here are some things you can work on. I think that's a really healthy workplace environment. Dang. Yeah. That, that one <clears throat> hit close to home. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think too, it's like even millennials, we, I even looked at jobs. I remember I'm like five years ago, I was looking at jobs. I'm like, oh my God, they have a coffee bar in their company. How cool is that? I want to work there. Where now it's like, no, I want a 401k. Like, I, <laughs> we'll buy my own coffee. Like, it, you know, it, the things that we look for in a company, you know, I think these companies are, are putting on the, the Silicon Valley type, you know, what we see in the movies of startups and, and, you know, cereal bar and all these things that, yeah, it's cool to work in and it's a cool environment. It's cool to bring your friends and walk around, but I would rather work in fluorescent lights all day. And I think they were all working from home now. So what does it even matter? Like, mm-hmm. look at the, those cereal bars that we, look for those coffee bars are gone and you don't have a 401k you know so i think it is just all about um just knowing what sets yourself up for success and some people are motivated by that and i don't want to discredit that if they feel like that's all they need is you know a good fun workplace then by all all means but at the end of the day just know that you are entitled to to asking for more money asking for promotion if you feel like you've earned it like yeah yeah i need i clearly i need to hear that because i'm always yeah. like ooh, they have a coffee maker that does iced coffee and hot coffee yeah exactly oh, yep yeah <laughs> that's so true um i have oh, can we do one more yeah yeah we can do one more. i hear a lot of a lot about this and i even have a, a personal experience with it um how to st- how to stop stressing over the company offsite which i'm not sure if you know what offsite is it's kind of like a retreat um and a lot of times companies with good culture, good workplace environments, you know, they put on these fun retreats or these fun 
workplace environments. And if we are family, what happens in family drama, <laughs> right? You're going to an offsite, you're going to basically as a family reunion, there's going to be drama that happens, you know? And I think at the end of the day, how removed you are from that drama. And if you can handle the drama or not, if some people love, live for the drama, listen, I love drama, like care about it, <laughs> only being in it. Um, but some people like, like have anxiety about like, I don't want to hang out with my coworkers outside of work. If you have an agenda and you want to stick to the agenda, do it. But when it comes to anything else outside that, if, if people are pressuring you to go out drinking or people are pressuring you to do other things outside of your, what your is in your agenda and your offsite, stick to what, you know, take that other time, go back to your hotel room, relax, sleep, self-care. Right. Where some people like me, I have a high social battery and my social battery charges with other people. Some people's social battery recharges by themselves. So just know your limits and what you're able to do. Yeah. Like I know, like for me, for instance, like I don't know, like my social anxiety is really bad. And so a lot of whenever I talk to other people who have it also, I always ask them for tips and tricks. I know, like for me, I know my limit. So, like, for instance, I had a thing the other week and I was like, you know what? I, if I'm here longer than an hour, like I will freak out and it's just too much. And I don't know anybody here. I gave myself like 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> didn't even do the, didn't even make the hour. Yep. I was like, you know what? I can't do this 10, 15 minutes. So I feel like it's also okay to like be honest with yourself and know where you are and be like, you know what? I can't do this with this out my comfort zone or <clears throat> this type of setup is more comfortable for me. Like I know for another thing for when I go to the movies, I cannot sit in the middle of the row. It, gives me so much anxiety of like having to walk over someone and spill my popcorn on their lap and I <laughs> and they're not doing refills and it's like I build up this whole thing <laughs> in my head yeah so like whenever I go to movies with friends and stuff like before we go I'm like hey you guys just so you know like I need to be on the end and I feel like just normalizing that conversation and telling mm-hmm. your friends or whomever like hey this is where I matter this is what makes me comfortable like there's nothing wrong with that and it's not weird or whatever it's just it eases that anxiousness and that tension a little bit and it also your friends and your coworkers they're gonna they're gonna eventually adjust like it's not something you should feel ashamed about so honestly in the workplace goes so much further than than pushing yourself to a limit that you can't that you can't handle because it it just gets yeah it just gets awkward and no need to do that (laughs) truly but thank you rod so much for joining us and everybody please check out his podcast millennial made it is so good it is thank you it is we have some good guests coming up to it which i'm really excited for i am so hype i gotta catch up also like there was an episode you did recently where i think it was the twins who were born they said they were born in 2001 yeah my my (laughs) like get ready but listen so they're 21 now that they're graduating college next year what's going to happen they're entering the workplace you're about to hear in your workplace people were born in the 2000s so get ready like i mean like it just blows my mind. Like whenever people are like, yeah, I was born in 2003. I'm like, excuse me? You missed yeah. like Britney's iconic 2001 VMA performance. Mm-hmm. Like you missed yep. so much history. Yep. <laughs> but <laughs> thank you Rob, so much for, for joining us. I, I could talk about nostalgia in VMAs. And oh, same. <laughs> so same. I will not keep you all, but thank you all for <laughs> tuning in. And I hope yeah. you all enjoyed this episode. Thank you, Colin. <laughs> Wow, how great was this episode? If you were like me, you probably took a lot of notes and have a lot of questions and comments. So if you do, feel free to add us at Adweek across Twitter, Instagram, all the social medias. And we'd love to hear from you all. And feel free to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. That always helps us. And we can't wait to hear from you all and see you in the next episode. So bye, everybody.
Thank you for listening to Young Influentials, part of the Adweek Podcast Network and ACAST Creator Network. This podcast was produced by Al Manorino, executive produced by Chris Aarons, and edited by Lane McGibney at Bountwell Studios. You can listen and subscribe to all Adweek's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcasts. Stay updated on all things Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at Adweek Podcast. And if you have a question or suggestion for the show, send us an email at podcast at adweek.com. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.